so to me, that's funnier than telling you that we've started the podcast, and you're like, oh, hey, we've started the podcast. So are you starting it or what? Oh, it's already, it's been going. Oh, damn, you got it again. Mm-hmm. Oh, hi. <laughs> hi, you've reached the Chase Lounge. This is Cricket. And Tom, yeah, I How'd you forget your own name? It's been a day. I'm it's not now. been a day. I'm really fucking old now. So is that your bright spot today? Is that your is that your happy thing for the week? I want us. What's what's happy about it? Well, I mean, you you made it another year. That's always a good thing, as as opposed to the alternative. You know, that's a good thing. Yeah. The, so, happy birthday to you. Yeah. Do you, Do you want to say how old you are? I won't. I won't give it away if you don't want to. Forty two. <laughs> In a few years. <laughs> You're just saying 42 because you know that's younger than me. <laughs> and I'm um, sorry to um, anyone that knows. Uh, he's uh, definitely older than me. <laughs> you mean definitely? Gosh. Like definitely, like way older. You broke up with a girl um, who's the same age as me because she was too young for you at the time. So I think we can safely say that you're definitely older than me. And her name was too. <laughs> Not to dox myself. <laughs> oh shit! It sure was. Yeah, it? she had the same. She had the same name as me, <laughs> which is great. Brings me so much joy. But yeah, she was a senior, and you were a senior. But you were a senior in college, and she was not. And so you broke up with her because the age difference was just a little well, too it, much it for you. It was a little bit because of the age difference and the fact that, you know. I was in Houston, and she was two hours away, and I just, eh. Long-distance relationships are never fun. You and I had a long-distance relationship when, actually, right after we first got married. Um, remember that? Yeah, but that was only, like, a, a week at a time here and there. It was a week at a time, but it lasted for, what, like, six months? About that, yeah. Yeah, and what was bad about it is um, we had just got married, um, moved to Waco, Texas, and we were working for a poultry company. And we worked one week down in Bryan, Texas at a sister plant while our plant was being built in Waco. And then one week we would go to Mississippi. And um, we would work in a plant, in a sister plant in Mississippi so we could kind of get to know how the plant was supposed to work before we got started and everything. And we were going at the same time. We would spend a week in, in Bryan, Texas and then a week in Mississippi at the same time and then once the plant got built before we got completely started tom would have to go to mississippi to train for a specific job that he was doing and i got left back in texas so this was right after we had just gotten married we had just moved to a brand new town we were living in these sketchy ass apartments yeah because like whenever uh Whenever I was telling somebody, like, where do you live at? And I was telling them what road it was. And they're like, okay, I think I know what you're talking about. I said, yeah. So, you know, you go down that road, and about a half a mile, I said, you know those really nice apartments over on the right? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. So, okay, well, I live in the shitty ones across the street. Right. Yeah, we live in the <laughs> sketchy apartment complex. Like, your truck got broken into at this, or they tried to break tried. into it. We figured that out because the door jam was messed up. But this was mostly just because when we moved there, we were in a hotel. For a month. And then trying to find an apartment, and that was the first place we found. 
that we could afford. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that was that was kind of an issue, was being able to afford it. I would love to have lived over in those really nice apartments. We just weren't making the money at the time. No. But um, now we actually live, we don't live in a super nice apartment right now, but we live in an apartment where if I make a maintenance call, whatever the problem is, is fixed within 48 hours. And you can't shake a stick at that because holy crap. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people who have it a lot worse than we do as far as apartment living is concerned. And um, we've got, what? How, how, what's the, the square footage on this thing? 12, 1,300 square feet? Ah, something like that. On this three-bedroom apartment? I mean, that's bigger than some houses. And, you know, we it's, it's, it's the rent is, I'm not going to say it's low, it's high, but it's definitely not low. <laughs> And, you know, for where we live in the city and for the amenities that we get and everything is very, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a good price for what we're getting. And, yeah. it, and they allow pets and it's super close to everything and it's very clean and we, we've got shitty apartments right across the street. Yeah. <laughs> but this, this is definitely by comparison the nicer of the two apartment oh, complexes. definitely. Way nicer. Plus we got a pool. We have a pool. This is a gated community, so so like when when you you have to know the code to get in the gate, which is nice because it keeps out you know people that aren't supposed to be here. Small workout room. Small workout room. Tanning bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the my favorite part about this is just I don't have to fix anything. And honestly, as nice as it is to own your own home, and you know to have some land somewhere and do all this other stuff. The city girl part of me, because I grew up on a farm. I grew up bush hogging 16 acres. I grew up raising horses. I grew up raising cows and goats and all. Like, I grew up doing doing all that stuff. And there is a part of me that just deeply, deeply loves the fact that I don't have to mow a yard. I don't have to fix a toilet. <laughs> I don't have to worry about the busted pipe in the wall. I don't have to worry about any of that because all I have to do is make a phone call and the apartment complex fixes it for us. I mean, I get that, but I'm tired of apartment life. I know. I know. And, and I'd be okay if we would try to go like find like a rental house. Yeah, but you, you, you run into unscrupulous landlords when you're dealing with a rental house. If we can find a rental house that is run by a company, like what runs this apartment complex, then I would be much happier because they have actually maintenance crews that take care of their rental houses yeah as opposed to just some guy who's renting out his second home you know your part your air conditioner goes out they may not fix it for two weeks yeah you know because the guy didn't want to spend the money on it and then um you know he comes and goes whenever he wants inside your house and i'm like you know stay out <laughs> i've just heard horror stories of dealing with landlords and i, I well, don't I mean, we had good landlords for a, at that one rental house but well they mom, didn't live in the city yeah but her mom was crazy well her mom cost us a thousand bucks when we moved out i mean plus two is like and she we didn't showed her... up one day and was walking around i was like uh, excuse me what are you doing well i'm expecting inspecting the property and i was like well you came through my fence yeah and she's like, well, she started saying, so no, 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 no. That's not how that works. <laughs> you don't just go tromping around the property just because you want to. I said, you need to get the hell off the property. I said, as, I'm, as long as I'm renting it, 
This is my property. I get to say who comes on this property, not yeah. you or anybody else. And the landlord landlords at how at places like that, they have to give you notice that they're coming in. They can't just come in. Mm-mm. You know that that's just that's not. <laughs> I mean, they just can't do that. And uh, I, I was actually talking with a guy at work. He didn't know. Um, he he rents a house right now. He didn't know what a landlord lock was. And I was like, well, if you rent a house or rent a place from somebody, you're supposed to have a landlord lock mm-hmm. where you can lock them out. They are not supposed to be able to get in when you are home. Yep. He's like, no, we don't have those. He's like, they, they've got a key. They can come and go as they please. I was like, you need to talk to somebody about that because I don't think that's legal. Yeah, I don't think it is either. Because I was describing to him that, and this is probably something that we're not supposed to do, we leave our landlord lock unlocked all the time. Yeah. Because we come and go so often. And, yeah, the, the kids are here. They're old enough to take care of themselves. And, and, and this is a, a safe place and everything. But... I'm not going to depend on my kid being awake when I'm trying to come in. <laughs> and depend on your kid actually waking up. Yeah, hearing me knock on the door trying to get in and get past the landlord lock. So we just there was a open. day I couldn't get in, and I had to go there and bang on one of the kids' windows. Mm-hmm. To wake them up. To wake them up to let me in the house. Well, what freaked me out, uh, like the first weekend that the kids were up here with me, I had them lock the landlord lock because, you know, we were in a new city, didn't know anything about it. I didn't know how safe this place was, and I, I didn't trust the people around me or anything like that. So I had them lock the landlord lock. Well, this was the first weekend that I had to work um, until midnight um, at at the job that I had come up here for. And around about 11 o'clock, I called the kids to let them know I'd be home, you know, in an hour or so. And I couldn't get anybody to answer. And I was like, oh, shit. You know, this is the first weekend they're staying with me. It's midnight. I can't get them to answer. I don't know what's going on. We're in a new city. I start freaking out. I tell my guys, hey, close this place down. (laughs) I'm going home. I got in trouble for doing that. Did I tell you that? Mm -hmm. I got in trouble for doing that, uh, for going home to check on the kids. But I was outside at midnight beating on the door until one of them (laughs) heard it uh, because it was loud enough until one of them heard it and let me in. So we don't take chances with the landlord lock anymore. No. (laughs) So... You know, that's probably doxing ourselves a little bit, but that's okay. You're right. <laughs> so what are we going to talk about tonight? Um, I do want to tell you, mention about that text. Now, I don't, I'm pretty sure it's been, a, a, it happened a while ago, and it's probably old news, about Amelia Clark. Yeah, yeah, you told me that at the gym. Yeah, she was went to a basketball game at some point. I don't know when it was. Uh-huh. And when they spotted her, they started playing the Game of Thrones uh, theme music. music, and she starts looking around, and you see the the mascots walking up to her. She just starts smiling real big, and he got down and like took a knee in front of her. <laughs> <laughs> he bent the knee. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I love stuff like that. Well, talking about sports, we're watching this uh, this baseball game. That's um, about to start. It's about to start. And it got yeah, delayed. Two weeks in a row. You got. The Braves are playing. Yeah, well, this one was delayed by rain. Did you see that guy get eaten by the rain tarp the other day? It, it that, showed up I, on TikTok. I see that all the time. It, it was. It, I mean, those guys are running like just balls to the wall, just running as fast as they can across the field to pull that tarp across it, and this guy trips. And, gets <laughs> and they they just kept going. <laughs> and you see this little bump in the thing, just kind of moving around trying to find the edge. <laughs> He when finally I was got in out. college, it was my junior. Yeah, it was my junior year in college. Uh, we were putting the tarp back up, and uh, are we were putting it out or no? We were putting it up. Or one, it, it, which one? It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. 
but a strong ass wind came through. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe we were putting it, trying to put the tarp out. Okay. And when it started pulling everybody, like we just let go of it. Right. Right. And it started folding up against the fence. Problem is, one of the guys on our team named Johnny, and I talked about him before. He was mm-hmm. the one that used to play football and then started playing baseball. And he was the one that the coach told us one day, you know what? He looked at me and my roommate and another guy right there, and he was like, have at it. And we're like, have it what? And he's like, uh, and he's like, y'all always want to try to rag somebody. I'm giving y'all free permission because we were doing like an inter-squad game. Mm-hmm. And, man, we started getting in after him, and, oh, my gosh, dude. I mean, like, immediately he looked over at us. And you knew you had him when like, he looked over. Oh, you looked. It's like, we got, got you. <laughs> we owned your ass already, dude, that quick. And he well, he couldn't throw strikes for shit because we were just all over him. And it was fucking awesome. But you, anyway. You got in his head real oh, we got quick. in his head quick. And then once he acknowledged us. That was, it was all she wrote? It was, that was, it, it was all, it was over for him. But anyway. His dumb ass didn't let go of the tarp. As it's blowing across the field. And it's like folding up against the the, the fence because it's blowing that direction. And he's like skiing on this thing, mm-hmm. holding on to it. And he ends up falling and holding on to it still. And it's dragging him as the wind is blowing it. Let go of it, dude. He said he didn't let go because it was kind of fun. <laughs> but the fun part was when it folded up against the fence and the part where he was holding on to hit the fence, mm-hmm. it just happened to hit right to where that part of the, the tarp was toward the top of the fence. Mm-hmm. And this dude, well, he was 6'6". Six, six, okay, right? big big guy. Big guy. Had like an eight-foot fence. Uh-huh. It threw him over the fence. <laughs> 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 threw him up and over. <laughs> Did you hear him going? And threw him in, and threw him into the bullpen. No, he, he didn't holler "we." He goes, "Oh fuck!" This <laughs> is we went over there and checked on him. He's like, "Yep, should let go." <laughs> like, yeah, dumbass, you should have let go. Oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> I could, we, it was just, it was the craziest damn thing. Just seeing his big ass get picked up and thrown over that fence. And, we, and, and our coach was like, "Idiot." <laughs> Well, um, speaking of, uh, this is not speaking of anything just other than baseball. I was watching the uh, the home run derby the other day. Did you see that kid get clocked in the face by that home run ball, or by that ball that, that mm-hmm. went deep? I mean, he he got like I, th- I think it broke his eye socket. Um, but they were showing that they were showing that the other day. I mean, he he like he bit it. I felt so bad and for him. I don't think they'll ever do the home run derby again like they did it this year. I, I heard you talking to somebody. You didn't like People the way that they did it. Have just look at that shit. We are we are on a podcast, not watching a game. I'm sorry, that dude Acuna, who's leads the league in stolen bases, let off the game with a single, and they just tried to pick him off. And when he went to go try to pick him off. He stole second and made it before the throw got over there. That's He's fast. Damn, that dude's fast. But anyway, anyway. Sorry. What were I saying? I forgot. We we were we were talking about uh the home run derby. Oh, yeah. And you don't like the way it was it was done. Crap where they did like they had so many so much time. And they were just trying to get in swing after swing after swing after swing. Yeah, that's got to be you exhausting. Want, well, not just that. It's that 
when you sit at home, when you go at home during derby, like if if you want to watch one where you can really get to enjoy what somebody did, you either watch the one it was the year it was in New York mm-hmm. and Josh Hamilton, the show that he put on, mm-hmm. hitting bombs. Just one right after and the other. The year that Giancarlo Stanton and uh, Aaron Judge were in it together, I can't mm-hmm. remember where it was at. But these guys were not hitting home runs. I mean, like fucking bombs. And when you go to one of those and you see one of those, you know, somebody hits one like that, man, you're looking back and you're, you're like you're you're out in the stands and you're watching this thing. You want to mm-hmm. see how far it goes. And the way that they were doing it, if somebody hit one like that and you're over there watching it. By the time it lands, he's may have already swung at two more pitches. Yeah, and and that's like they they had different cameras following the different balls because they were all going out there at the same time. Yeah, so it's because like, they were just oh, pitch, man, you don't, pitch, you don't pitch, get to, pitch. You got to be able to. You, you want to enjoy that. that mm-hmm. That's part of going to home. You want to see how far it goes, and so they need to go back to the. You get ten swings that are not a home run, and you're done. Yeah. So as long as you're hitting home runs, your ass is staying up. You're there. out there. You know, and that uh, that was always the best. And so I think they should go back to that. And I, I don't know what they'll go back to, but yeah, I don't, I don't think, I don't it think will people, be... I don't think people really liked the Derby this year. It was just, it was too frantic. Yeah, it's like they were just, you're already doing all this other stuff to speed up the game. So, I mean, why, why are you trying to speed up the home run Derby? Yeah, that's supposed to be like all day, and then you're supposed to just like have fun going out there catching. I mean, the night before you're supposed, you know, that's the the celebrity all softball game, you know. Mm-hmm. Then that day you get to watch the home run derby. Then the next night it's the all star game. I mean, it's just it's a it's, an it's event. a tradition. It's an and event. You're just yeah. mixing it up like that. They've caught nothing but shit over that, and I Good. don't think. Well, I mean, just watching those guys, watching those guys swing after pitch, after pitch, after pitch, after pitch, and as soon as they hit one, they had to get set for the next one and hit one. And yeah, they're trying the to watch one. that one to see if it goes out, and they're already waiting for the next pitch. That's yeah, already coming and, and they're just, just halfway through. You know, they had to do it for thirty. It was as many pitches as you can hit in thirty seconds, and however many of those were home runs, that's that was what they counted. And unless you hit one over, it's like four hundred and forty feet, then you got an extra. You had to hit two over 440 feet, and then you got 30 Whatever extra it was, seconds. It was, it was dumb. But those guys were fucking exhausted halfway through that that first 30 seconds. I mean, you could tell it was really, I mean, it was hard on them to do that. And the Home Run Derby is supposed to be fun. You're not supposed well, to yeah, be out see, there just killing yourself for and it. And that's what I don't like about the All-Star Game anymore either. Because used to the All-Star Game, it was... The guys out there having fun, you know, you you have all Low these stakes. pitchers go up. You know, every pitcher would go out there and just basically just pitch an inning. Mm-hmm. Everybody make sure they got to do this. Everybody got to do that. And they still try to get everybody in. But the problem is now it's like, well, the team, the league that wins gets home field advantage in the, whole, in the World Series. Mm-hmm. And I'm like – that is dumb. I hate that. Because you get to the World Series, it should be just like anything else. The teams that get there, hey, which one, every one of y'all had the best record throughout the entire season, that's who, who should get home field advantage. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be because your home field advantage or not shouldn't depend on a bunch of other people. Or, 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 
in the interest of leveling the playing field, whoever has the worst record gets home field advantage to give them a little bit of an advantage over a team that might have done a little better that season. Either no. way, don't no. have it rest on the All-Star Home game. field advantage is supposed to be something that's earned. What? But the All-Star game is supposed to be fun. It's supposed yeah. to be guys. It's not supposed to be guys going to their job. It's supposed to be guys going to the field and just having a freaking blast. Yeah. You know, just out there having fun. And what I'm afraid is happening with Major League Baseball is they've put in so many things that take away the fun of the game. Yeah. And, you know, you, you don't, like... I understand steroids are bad. Don't do drugs, kids. Yada, yada, yada. But you're not going to these games to see some guy hit a little bloop single. Nope. You're going to these games to see Barry Bonds crank a home run out of the stadium. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all know my opinion on drugs and sports. You want to see a monster home runs or a shit ton of strikeouts from a pitcher. Yeah. I wanna, that, That's what's fun. I want to see... I think we should open up a special section of the Olympics that allows whatever whatever performance-enhancing drugs you want to take. Let's see how high a motherfucker can jump. <laughs> I mean, like, literally, like, I want to see how high he can jump. Because, realistically, drugs enhance what is already there. They can't give you eye-hand coordination. They can't give you the ability to hit a ball that's coming at you at 102 miles an hour. That is That is talent and skill mm-hmm. you can't take a drug and magically be good at something it just allows you to have a little extra wiggle room on strength and you know, things like that well what steroids do is helps it to where your your muscles recover faster so you can go to the gym and you can work out more but but if you take if steroids and you don't work out they ain't gonna do shit for you no it makes you fat yeah <laughs> it makes you fat because what i you can get, okay so let's say you have pneumonia let's say you have pneumonia Sweet. you're going to be getting steroids to treat that ammonia uh, that pneumonia um if you have an autoimmune disorder sometimes they'll give you steroids to treat the autoimmune disorder if you are just simply taking steroids it will just make your body bigger <laughs> because it'll it 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 just it adds to your body i guess your mass or it allows your body to build mass. Um, so if you're not working out, you're just going to get fat. And if you are working out and you get giant and massive, that's not going to help you hit a ball. It doesn't and incre- it, like you said, it does not increase your hand-eye coordination. And it's and you don't want to see a pitcher going out there who, who looks like Terry Crews because he's not going to be able to pitch worth a shit because his muscles are going to get in the way. You need somebody that's lanky and long and you know has a good arm on him you don't you don't somebody that's jacked is not going to do real well as a pitcher they might do better as a batter but they're not going to do as good as a pitcher anyway that's my rant for the night 27 year old guy right here for the braves is making his major league debut oh really that's like old isn't it but he's been in the minors okay I wonder what what but like he's what? got all kinds of family that made the trip to milwaukee oh yeah oh yeah debut. Hell yeah. You MLB debut. You better not freaking walk the first hitter you see. <laughs> so this this guy's been pitching for a while, and he's he's just now been brought up. Yeah. 
a lot of times it may just be like a they'll bring people up for like spot starts mm-hmm. to uh like like if a pitcher gets an injury they'll bring somebody up to uh from the minors to do it so they don't mess up their rotation they don't mm-hmm. they don't want to really want to pull a guy from the bullpen because that's not what they're used to mm-hmm. and so instead of moving everybody up a spot in the rotation they'll bring somebody up from the minors hey you're going to pitch this game for us tomorrow and that's usually what happens does that assure them a spot nope. in the majors that's nope. just like hey you're now, our backup for the day with him making the starting lineup what's cool about it like if you get called up for like like if, like as a relief pitcher or any kind of any kind of player right mm-hmm. and you're there and you're in the game it doesn't really affect anything mm-hmm. if you go back but if you are cuz the minor leagues don't pay very much money yeah right but if you go up, and while you're there, your coach puts you on the starting lineup for that day. Even if after that game's over, you go right back to the minors, your pay is like a shit ton more just because you made the starting lineup that one game. And so they're going to keep it at the up, at the bumped they up rate. They keep it at that bumped so up rate. So they're all vying for these, hey, hey, I'm your guy. Come get me. I'll, I'll yeah. pitch this game for you. Yeah. So like this one guy this that was in the ma- was in the minors for years, <laughs> and they brought him up. It was this season. I can't remember his name, but his second game, they put him in the starting lineup, and, and they were talking about how much more money he will make when he goes back, just because of that. Now, what they will happen now if they now there is like a league minimum that they have to pay players, mm-hmm. and if you can ever make like the uh, actually make it on the roster itself. And they make a shit ton of money. <laughs> but people think it's a shit ton, but you got to think of how much money they, it's a, they have to pay it's in a, taxes as well. Yeah. Because, like, especially, like, uh, the guy that plays for a team in the majors that from the same high school I went to plays for a team in California. Mm-hmm. And... They do his pay like twice a year is when he gets paid or however they do his pay, but they do it so that they, so like one of his, or some, they split his paychecks Mm -hmm. when he gets them, right? To where some of them during the season and some of them during the off season. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, his home is in Texas, Mm -hmm. right? So... For the ones that are in the off season, his payroll taxes that he has Our to pay Texas payroll taxes a lot less. Yeah, because we they, Texas doesn't have. But an the ones in California, tax. he gets fucking hammered on yeah. taxes. I mean, he gets hit a shit ton. <laughs> well, <clears throat> and if you're but, up in New York and you make over so much, then you got also got to pay the luxury taxes. Yeah. So a lot of those guys they don't live in the state on purpose. Yeah, so they can save the money during the so off season. So in off season, they'll get paid and not have to pay those extremely high taxes. So one one thing that it, you know that people don't understand, or, or I probably more people realize this than than I do, but it took me forever to figure it out. <laughs> um, when they give these high amounts to 
football players and baseball players and everything, and, and you're thinking, holy shit, this guy's getting paid, you know, $2 million for a season or however much the, the salaries are there. And you're like, holy crap, that's a shit ton of money. That's supposed to last them until they're old because a lot of times they're – careers aren't that long mm. you know you've well, got a, you've got a guy in football you, you you don't see tom brady's in football you don't see a guy who plays for 25 years no. the same game you see a guy who plays 10 years max Maybe. and that money that he accumulated over that 10 years that's supposed to last him you know you know that that that's his that's his lifetime money yeah you know, and, and I it, well, it sounds like a shit ton of money, but if you spread it out over the years, it's really not that much. And what what's he gonna do? What what's what freaking Deion Sanders gonna do? Go bag groceries for five fifty, you know, at H E B in Texas after he gets done playing football? No, he's he's gotta live off that money. And if they're not getting sponsorships and they're not getting deals and they're not getting stuff like that, that stuff has to last them. Well, you know, and I've heard the thing, well, I think it's so stupid these professional athletes get paid this much money. They shouldn't make more than, like, a doctor or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay, well, if someone decides to be a doctor or a nurse, they're training for that title. You call it training, going to school. Mm-hmm. You have your four years of college. Mm-hmm. Then what? Like another four years of postgraduate, and then you have like, um, I think another four years to six years of residency after that. You're still right. considered in school for to About become a doctor. Years. It takes ten to twelve years to become a doctor. All right, ten to twelve years. All right. Well, these guys that are playing baseball up here, twenty-one, twenty-two. Mm-hmm. Because they've been playing since they were five years old. They've been training since they were fucking kids. Yeah. They've been training just as long and probably just as fucking hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and not getting paid for it at all. No, because if these guys are ever... I mean, you don't see... <clears throat> like... You don't see very many true baseball professional rookies mm-hmm. in the majors. Uh, like it's their first year to play professional, you know, because you're considered professional from the time if you're in the minors, you're a pro. Because mm-hmm. you're getting paid for you're your getting work. paid for what you're doing. You're a professional. Mm-hmm. But you have, like, you don't have all those minor leagues and stuff in college for football. Mm-mm. You don't have all the minor leagues and stuff for basketball. Mm-mm. You got that B league and some of the other crap, but it's not your minor leagues. Mm-hmm. And so... Where you could play for years before you get yeah, called up. and they don't pay for shit. Mm-hmm. Every one of those guys are going to have a second job or he can't, he can't eat. Mm-hmm. You, can't, you can't live off of it, just that. It, it was dirt at it. They don't pay shit. Mm-hmm. Like when I was there, I think I made... What, how much did they pay me? Now, granted, this was in... This was in 2001. No, it was not. It was in 98. 98, 99. Yeah, 98. So, I mean, you're you're talking what three four hundred bucks a week? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Made eight hundred a month. Oh yeah, that's that's poverty wages. Eight hundred dollars a month. Yeah, and you're expected that that's like your job. That's what you do. The way we made money, 
is that whenever you went on a road trip, mm-hmm. they gave you a per diem. And you just it's like, okay, I'm just not going to fucking eat while we're out. <laughs> so I have money to eat when we get back home. Yeah. Except for when you go to Canada and you end up having to buy something, they give you all that fucking colored money and shit. Because <laughs> we were up there and we're like, I remember we are in the bullpen and we sent somebody, one of the kids over to the, asked if they needed, asked if we needed anything. So we gave them some money. Different ones of us gave him some money to go get us some stuff. And the kid took about five or six steps and came back. And it's like, what's up with this money? Because our ones and our fives or tens are all the same color. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if it is still now, but they're all their shit's color-coded. Yeah. And because when they brought it back, we're like, the fuck is this? <laughs> what is this Monopoly money you've yeah, given me? Yeah, <laughs> this guy, I mean, what is this bullshit? And he was like, oh, well, he said, yeah, I said, that's said our money's color coded. Said I don't like like with y'all's. It's all the same color. Said, how do you not ever reach into your wallet or something and, make, and accidentally grab the wrong bill and give it to somebody? We're like, well, because we can fucking read for one thing. <laughs> we know what numbers are. We, we read the fucking numbers. <laughs> we don't have to have our shit color coded so we don't fuck it up. <laughs> but, yeah, that, but it was weird too because the exchange rate. Yeah, the exchange rate is a little so weird. So it was just like, man, fuck all this shit. <laughs> Um, a dollar is worth a lot more than a Canadian dollar. Dollar. Yeah. Because um, we got something that was like five bucks. We asked him how much something was, and he said it was five bucks. So we gave him a five dollar bill, and he came back with the deal, whatever it was we got, and some change. And we're like, mm-hmm. what the hell's wrong with y'all? Also, they don't calculate taxes the same way. Like, uh, uh, the USA is one of the only countries in the world that calculates taxes the way that we do, where if they say something is five dollars, you have five dollars plus tax. Most other countries have that worked in, and if they say it's five dollars, then it's just five dollars. Yeah, and that's the taxes worked in. I wish we did that here because it is a pain in the ass trying to calculate taxes, and every state has a different sales tax, and every you know, just, uh, uh, drives me nuts. Anyway, they could get me up on a soapbox for another thirty minutes, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but we had fun out there with those kids, though, because we we would, we'd send them over to the other dugout, tell them, hey. You go over there. Uh, we were in the bullpen earlier, and we left all our curveballs over there. Can you go see if they got them? <laughs> and then the kids run. We see them running around. Go talk to the guys in the bullpen on the other side. Then we see them kind of waving at us, and then they'd send the kids back. <laughs> and the kids would come back and said, like, all right, this guy said that uh, they, they said they would give you – they found y'all's curveballs all up in there, and they'll give them to you. But they said that you have to go to your other guys in the, in the dugout because they went to the batting cages after their guys did, and and y'all y'all took all of their left-handed bats. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, oh my god, good. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had them going back and forth for all kinds of shit. I mean, it was funny. <laughs> Poor kids. And that was up in Canada. That was all in Canada. I want to go to Canada. And then I remember this one lady had a. We thought she was walking her fucking horse, but it was a Great Dane. Mm-hmm. That was the biggest damn Great Dane I've ever seen in my life. That thing was fucking huge. You think it was a, a purebred Great Dane? You think it was mixed with something? Giraffe? <laughs> Just a big dog. Yeah. Bit, it, like, it's when it walked past us, its head was damn near even with me. Well, remember, we have decided that when, when the time comes when we do have a house and we do have a big giant-ass yard, we're getting a Danif. Yep. Which is a half Great Dane, half Mastiff. Yep. One of the big Mastiffs, one of the tall ones. Um, so. I want to. Yeah, it's going to look like a horse. 
Yep, a Great Dane mixed with like a bull mastiff. Yeah, big burly. <laughs> That's what that would be is a big burly Great Dane. <laughs> like I said, I always, I want to have that dog when when it's full grown. <laughs> that I go walking somewhere, people go, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I like those dogs. And they that, see you walking down the street, and they walk to the other side to get away. Because <laughs> they I, don't know what that is. I like those dogs that, I think they're bully breeds, but they look like they've been in the gym, and they've got, like, all these ropey muscles. <laughs> they're just walking along, and all their muscles are, like, sitting there just flexing as they're walking. <laughs> there was one dog I, I saw think those are pictures bullies. of that I would love to see in real life and even have. It was a solid black cane corso. Ooh. I mean, we're talking like, you thought it was a fucking panther. Mm. Those dogs are pretty. Oh, my God. Those dogs are real pretty. Um, so, I've got, <clears throat> let me get my stuff out over here. Um, we're, I, I have a question for you real quick. Yeah. Okay, because uh, you're, you're my plethora of knowledge i am a font of understanding right whatever you call it <laughs> now you have all these different states in the country right mm-hmm. 50 of them yes 50 mm-hmm. and puerto rico and they all have their different names and the virgin islands and guam it and yeah. I, and, I, and i almost wonder is it something i should know <laughs> <laughs> but we you know we have North Dakota, South Dakota. Mm-hmm. And you have, what, North Carolina, South Carolina, mm-hmm. Virginia, and West Virginia. And West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Was North Dakota and South Dakota at one time just Dakota? Dakota. Yeah. Yeah. It was... It and was... why did they split it? <sighs> Political reasons. I kind of figured that, and yeah. I, I thought... I, to, get, I was, to get the senators. And, and I was wondering, I was like, yeah. I wonder if it has anything to do with Texas. Just to make sure that no, no other state's as big as it's like, we'll come join your union, but you better split them motherfuckers up because we're going to be the biggest one. No, it, it doesn't have anything to do with Texas. It's got more to do with um, they wanted to get senators in. They needed, to, they needed uh, representation in Congress, and so they split the states up. And Texas is one of the only states that has retained that ability um, you know, you, you hear people talk about, oh, Texas says they're going to secede from the union and do all this other stuff. And they're the only state that, that's allowed to secede and da-da-da-da-da because they, they did this, this, and this. Well, that's a big, bald-faced fucking lie. Uh, Texas is not allowed to secede because when it lost the war over slavery, um, when it was allowed into the union, it had to give up its ability to secede. Um, but what it did retain was the ability to split itself into five states. separate states. Um, if it chooses to, and therefore each of those states would get two senators and representation in Congress. And so it had the ability to do that where other states don't have that. So if Texas ever wanted to really fuck things up, it could decide to split into five separate states. But I have a feeling that if they split them into five separate states, they'd have to do some creative gerrymandering because... um, Probably three out of the five states would end up blue. Yeah. And they wouldn't want that. Like um, the ones with Dallas and Fort Worth, the ones with Houston, the ones one, with San Antonio, and Austin. the ones with Austin. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> they would know, do some weird, like this state encompasses these 
big cities. Yeah. <laughs> Be a weirdest looking state. <laughs> but yeah, uh, they would do something like that. But um, so if you hear people talk about Texas wanting to secede, they, they can't do that, but they can fuck up the union if they want to. So like I heard somebody one day was talking about seceding. I was like, do you realize what that would do? I mean, do you think the people of the of the state would like that? Like, hell yeah. It's like, okay, well, if you secede, so y'all managed to do it, fine. All right, go for it. That means all federal funding goes away. Mm-hmm. All your military bases, gone. gone. Everybody Every that military works in the military base is up and out of, the, out of that state. No more Medicare. No more Medicaid. No more any kind of federal funding You'd have to figure out at all. You'd have to figure out free trade situations because let's say everything Texas at that point's an export. Everything's an export. This is what <clears throat> Great Britain is dealing with because you know Brexit happened a few a few years ago, and they're still they're still trying to figure out that mess because once Britain became not part of the European Union anymore, now you needed a passport to go to Britain from places that you didn't need a passport for anymore. And, um, like, Northern Ireland is part of England, but the rest of Ireland is not. So you didn't need a passport to go to Northern Ireland, but you needed a passport in the rest of Ireland because that's not part of that country anymore. And they had to figure out trade routes, and they had to figure out exporting situations, and they had to figure out... they. It has been an absolute nightmare of a mess since they did the Brexit thing just because of supply chain issues. Because now their supply chain is all fucked up because everything coming into Great Britain is now an export where it wasn't before. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what would happen if a state managed to secede. Um, You would have, let's say Texas managed to secede, you would probably have National Guard from the United States stationed at every single border crossing into the state of texas checking people's passports going to and from Mm -hmm. um the people in the state of texas would basically be stuck there um you would have to have passports uh, your truck drivers would all have to have passports to get in and out um your supply chain would be endlessly fucked endlessly fucked so people are like yeah let's secede i don't think you've really thought this through they haven't they just think of it they think because they have NASA and the Dallas Cowboys that they'll be just fine. Well, NASA would be gone because NASA is uh, federally funded. So they would have to put NASA somewhere else. Uh, SpaceX would stay there, but you have to get federal permission to launch things into space. And if this is now a different country, I don't know how that would work either. Yeah, because none of the shit that they launched really... They launch in Texas. SpaceX does. Not very much. A lot of that stuff they do somewhere else. Well, they, they test rockets and things like that. And, and you're dealing with, when, when, you're, when you're dealing with rockets that are going into like the sub stratosphere or whatever, <coughs> um, you're dealing with federal regu- regulations controlling that airspace. I remember that reminded me when we were still in Texas and Waco. We, they, we, were, we lived on the side that was close enough to SpaceX. Whenever they would test their rockets out there, mm. it would rumble at our house. Yeah, we could hear it. 
You know, I was talking to somebody the other day about the explosion in West Texas when that fertilizer plant went up. Oh, yeah. I remember, and, and I vividly remember this, okay? And, and I promise you I'm not making this up. The day that it happened, I was at home. And, and you were you were with me. I, I remember us because we were in that house on on Bonham Bonham Street, and I remember f- feeling something go through me. Yeah, like I didn't know what it was, but I felt something like like just something like like a ghost almost go through me, and I felt sick almost immediately. And I had to sit down, and I was like, well, I'm feeling lightheaded. I don't know what the fuck just happened. And then, like, 30 minutes later, we found out that that plant in West had blown up. Mm-hmm. And I, we were 30 miles away from West, but I honestly, truly believe I got hit by a shockwave. Well, the shockwave went along. I mean, they felt it at the plant. It shook the plant. Yeah. I, I, 30 miles away from freaking West Texas. I, well, yeah, about 30. Yeah, not... not- like north, south, east, west, the town. Yeah, the, west. the the town of West Texas. Um, but yeah, we. Uh, I just I just remember feeling and and I've been trying to tell myself like you didn't imagine that you didn't imagine that you really felt it you know because <laughs> you know I'm a hypochondriac. I'd... <laughs> you. <laughs> Anybody no. gets sick around me and suddenly I'm sick. I mean, no. on on my tombstone it's going to be like, well, this time it was real. <laughs> I'm a total hypochondriac. I, I mean, get right after my I hurt my so, back, like three days later, you hurt yours. I know. I get so influenced by everybody. Advertising works like gangbusters on me because I am so influenced by everything that's around me. Like your accent, your accent oh does God. not change at all depending on who you're around. Oh my god! You should hear when I when I'm around people from the country, I sound like a fucking banjo. Oh my god! <laughs> she starts talking, you hear the banjo. And when I my but that that's you know that's all part of i have heard that that's a function of adhd that adhd will will cause you to like hyper focus on stuff like that and you tend to you tend to mimic it and so i'm blaming it all on adhd so there that's my problem <laughs> but seriously like if i i have to really watch myself if i'm around somebody with a with a unique accent I have to be really, really, really careful that they don't think I'm making fun of them. Because I'm not. I'm just picking up what you're saying. And I'm picking up how you're pronouncing your words. I have worked very, very, very hard to scrub out the accent in my voice. And and you can hear me now talking with a very pronounced accent. This is way less than it used to be. Way less. But if I get around somebody that's got an accent, oh my god. I'm done for. That's that's my whole day. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I can agree with that. Hey, so I read something online today, and I want to see if you uh, agree with it. Oh, Lord. Zombies and mummies are the same monster, the same type of monster. They're just from different socioeconomic backgrounds. Think about that for a second. Yeah. I get it. That that makes sense. They're it? both the living dead. They're both the living dead, but one of them, the mummies, is the rich living dead, and the zombies are the poor living dead. <laughs> so we've got class structures even in the undead, even <laughs> in the undead realm. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I never thought of it before like that. I was like, oh my god, that's so true. <laughs> 
always come up with some of the weirdest shit. Well, it's the internet. There's, everything's on there. <clears throat> if I could go back and tell myself, my 17-year-old self, anything, it would be that in 20 years, you're going to have a device that fits in your pocket that contains the entirety of human knowledge on it. And you use it to get online every day and argue with strangers on the internet. <laughs> What's online? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's online? <laughs> What's that mean? <laughs> no, I, it would have to, I would have to go back further than 17-year-old me because 17-year-old me had the internet. Yeah. We had the internet in 1997. Well, see, that reminds me, you see these videos, like they get kids out and like show them relics of the past and what to do. Like rotary and, phones and stuff and, like and that. And how to like different sounds, like that sound of the dial up. Oh God. And they're asking them, what is this? And they're like, what is that? And I said, that was when we were younger, <laughs> that was our pain. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I, I remember being over at Chris Collins's house. He was the first person that I knew. And this was when I was in college. Okay. So I was 20, 21 years old at this point. He was the first person I knew who had high-speed internet. And we thought it was just the coolest shit in the world because he was able to almost watch an episode of South Park as it was downloading. It only buffered a few times. <laughs> and we thought that was the coolest thing in the world. And now, if anything takes longer than two seconds to load, I'm like, you motherfucking internet. <laughs> like, what's wrong with you buffering... <laughs> What do you mean loading? Man, fuck this shit. I didn't pay for this. This is third world country shit. <laughs> but now we have what do we we have fiber here, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, we have fiber and I think we get like a gig or something like that. Anyway, it's enough to run like all of our TVs and all of our Xboxes and all of our phones all at the same time and it doesn't slow down. So whatever it is, it's good stuff. Oh, oh, oh. Bam. Home run. Home run homer. Hell yeah. That's all. Look at him. He's like, damn it. <laughs> That's one of those pitches, too. As soon as you let go, you're like, oh, fuck, don't swing, don't swing. Oh, he swung. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> so here's something I want to know um, about baseball. Why, why is it, even if you hit it out, and it's very clearly you're out, why do you hit all the bases? Like, why do you have to do that? You know, honestly, I don't know. Because, like, I like in softball, you hit a home run, all you have to do is touch first. And I'm surprised that that is not something else they've tried to take out of the game just to speed shit up. But I, I just, I mean, I guess and, you know, I, I've maybe seen it's a tradition or something, but like, I don't, I don't know. trot? Yeah, I don't understand why you have to hit all the bases. I've it seen guys called out after home runs. Because they didn't hit all the bases. Because they missed one of the bases and somebody noticed it. And then what you do as soon as you see it, if you're an infielder, you make sure you notify that umpire. You saw that, right? Well, he didn't touch that bag. And sure enough. I like, bet. I I'll, bet. I was, we were playing softball one year. And we were playing against this team that were a lot of loudmouths. A lot of loudmouths. And this guy hit a home run. And we had two outs. It was tied. And the guy hit a home run. And it put them up, I guess, you know, obviously by four runs. No, we were up by one run. So if we would have gotten an out, the game would have been over. Mm -hmm. 
And they hit the home run and took the lead, and they were all out there celebrating whatever. And I was in the outfield, and I came into the infield, and I saw the umpire that was on the outfield. I said, you saw all that, right? He's like, oh, fuck, yeah, I did. He said, you know, that's going to start a shit show. Because like I said, this team was a full bunch of loudmouths, right? Mm-hmm. He said, you know, that's going to happen. That's going to start, right? And I was like, oh, yeah, I know. I said, but I'm doing it. <laughs> and he's like, fuck. Well, oh, wait, no, no. That actually was going to win the game for them. Oh, the home run was going to win the game. The home run was going to win. They were over there celebrating. I was telling everybody, no, 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 stay where you're at. Everybody, no one caught it but me. The guy that hit the home run didn't even go to first. The only person that touched any bag was the runner. One of the other runners went and touched the next bag. Mm -hmm. So, and... They were trying to figure out what was going on, what I was doing. I walked up there, and I told the pitcher, hey, give me the ball. And I walked over, and I told different players to stand on the bag. And I threw it to my cousin who was on first. I started to toss it back. Threw it to the guy on second. All right, toss it back. Threw it to the guy at third. Toss it back. Because there was no outs. Mm-hmm. And and umpire's like, out, out, out. Ball game over. Winners. And they threw a shit fit. Wanted to know what the hell was going on. And the umpire's like, the rules clearly state, yeah, you don't have to run all the bases, but you have to go touch the player, the next bag. And out of the four people, only one of them did it. So I got the other three of them out, and we won by one. Because the run <laughs> didn't score because the guy never safely touched first base. Yeah. So he could. He... So we won the game. And oh my God, you talking about. Oh, they, I that, bet they were furious. That shit damn near started to fucking riot. <laughs> they were mad as fuck. Whew. I bet they never made that mistake again, though, did they? Oh, no, I doubt it. <laughs> Sometimes you have to learn things the hard way. And that team was already pissed because that was also the same team that had the guy on first, bet on first, and they hit a fly ball to me out in left center, and the runner on first, he knew I was going to catch it. So you always go, if you know you can't tag up, you go as far as you can go and still be able to safely get back if mm-hmm. they catch it. So that's what he did. Well, when I caught it, he turned his back to me and started kind of just slowly going back to first. Because I was way out in the outfield. Mm -hmm. And when he would look down, my cousin noticed it. He saw me watching. And he knew I had a good arm. And he kind of just threw his hands up in the air real quick like, hey, like that, just kind of get my attention. Throw it, throw it, throw it. And I reared back and I threw it. And they yelled. Everybody started yelling, get down, get down, get down. And that dude ducked because he didn't know what was going on. Well, he ducked, and the ball went right where his head was at. So if he wouldn't have ducked, I'd have clocked him. Oh, shit. But he was in the baseline from where I was at, so I had to throw it right there. And it caught it, and he caught it at first, and he got forced out, you know. And so, <laughs> and that guy looked back, and he was like, what do you He was like going off because I, you don't be doing that. I was like. It's like, hey, I'm just playing the game, playing buddy. <laughs> and I had a guy pissed off at me. It wasn't that game. It was a different one. I was playing left instead of left center. And the guy had a hard line drive to me, like a one hop, and I caught it. And I noticed he wasn't really trying that hard to get down to the baseline. Mm-hmm. And I threw his ass out at first from left field. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, that's cheating. No, you're he wasn't just mad. Slow. That guy wasn't mad because he was a guy I actually played high school baseball with. So mm-hmm. he, and he's like, when I hit you, I should have known better. <laughs> 
think it would be so much fun if we could find like a like a softball league around here. And like, I did see a sign for a adult thing in uh, where was I coming out of? It's just outside of Little Rock, headed towards Cersei. So up north, Alexander is that Alexander right there? I thought that was Jacksonville. Jacksonville. That's where it was. It was Jacksonville. Okay. I saw a sign there in Jacksonville. I, I think it would be fun to join, like a like a softball league. Maybe we. It may, it may be too late this year to do it, but um, it, it might be fun to do it next year. And the cool thing, like I was telling you the other day, the cool thing about us finally both being on day shift again together <laughs> and being off in the afternoons is that if the kids want to play sports, now we have the ability to take them to and from sports. I don't think either one of them kids have any desire to play sports. We didn't get them started soon enough because we were always on second shift. Yeah. But they have both said that they would show great interest in some type of martial arts. Mm-hmm. So I told them they have, uh, they want to do martial arts. They have two options. <clears throat> Jitsu mm-hmm. or kickboxing. Mm-hmm. Or both. Or both. But not the karate Mm-mm. or the taekwondo. Mm-mm. I prefer jujitsu. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. that's actual, like, functional fighting. Yes. Functional self-defense. Well, karate and taekwondo is too, but... The only thing I want to be careful about, and you can call me crazy if you want to, a lot of these martial arts dojos, whether it's jujitsu or karate or, you know, whatever, sometimes they can get a little culty. Yeah. And even kickboxing gyms can get a little culty. If you're not really careful. CrossFit. That is... I'm sorry. That's a cult. (laughs) CrossFit is a cult. (laughs) Pardon me if any of my listeners uh, do CrossFit. I love you, but you're in a cult. (laughs) Crazy shit. So, whatever whatever we do get them into, I just want to be cognizant of the fact that it can get a little culty and just to, you know, be careful. I just want... I like... I prefer the jiu-jitsu because it's not... You're not teaching your kids how to go and fight and beat people up mm-hmm. or try to beat people up, try to hurt somebody. Mm-hmm. That is to prevent someone else from hurting them. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what it's all about. Well, it's like uh, like you, you've told the story before of your oldest uh, when Alex was, uh, was having issues with um, one of the football guys, yep. one of the football players. You know, Alex has enough functional training with self-defense for, because he got – techniques from you that he was able to very quickly and quietly take a football player down and hold him there until the football player said okay i'll leave him alone i'll leave you alone well one of the other football players came over there and said that he's done yeah and the kid got up saying he was going to report him or whatever and he goes yeah go ahead mr big football player go tell him that a band geek put you in your place Mm -hmm. go ahead because because Alex is not he is not a physically intimidating person. He's very tall and he's got very wide shoulders, but he is he looks like you when you were about that age. Yeah, very skinny. You yeah. know he's he's eventually going to grow into his shoulders because <laughs> you <Yeah>. did. <laughs> but that takes a while. That takes a little while. You know, and uh, but he's functionally able to defend himself and to take care of himself. And yep. he he learned that stuff from you and. 
you know, I, the, our two um, have been learning a few things here and there. Um, oh, and speaking of being very tall and whatnot, our youngest is my height. <laughs> <laughs> I am about to be the shortest person in the house. Last month, he was not my height because we checked it. Last month, he stood next to me and he was mm, three quarters of an inch shorter, half an inch shorter. In, in bare feet. He stood up next to me today, and we're eye level. Mm-hmm. And our heads are, yeah. He is, uh, he's my height. And he's done that in a month. And that means, and, and it was so funny because I was listening to him, uh, because uh, Tom uh, Thomas was in there, uh, like, messing with him, like, chasing him into his room and, like, threatening him to tickle him or, or whatever, you know, just, like, just messing with yeah, him. Yeah, his little fucker lied on me. <laughs> And I could hear him like squealing, it, it, like it, it laughing, you know, like yeah. la- squealing and, and, you know, making noise and everything. His his little voice is starting to crack because puberty's hitting him. He sounds so much like his older brother. Yep. So much like his older brother. His his voice is starting to get deeper, you know, and it's, it's like, oh my gosh. And then <clears throat> the oldest one, his voice is getting deeper. And that freaked me out the other day because I had not realized it. He called me on the phone, and when I answered, I didn't recognize his voice because it was so it was so deep. Because his voice is his he, he's like he's going through puberty, and his voice is like starting to deepen up. Yeah. And so both of them are kind of going through it at the same time, and I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> See, part he, he Youngs is really going to notice it when he goes back to school. Yeah. When he sees that some of these other kids that were taller than him when he left school aren't taller than him anymore. Yeah. Because all of your kids between 7th and 8th grade, because he's going into the 8th grade this fall. No. He's going to the 7th grade. 7th grade? 8th grade? 8th grade. 8th grade. He's going to the 8th grade this fall. Um, all your kids hit their growth spurt between 7th and 8th grade. And Which is exactly when I hit mine. Yeah. And I think Parker is hitting his just just slightly late in the year, only because he was a late baby. He's an October baby, so I think he, he yeah. he's going to really start growing because you know, school starts in like a month. Um, but he's only his birthday is only like barely over two months after mine. Because mm-hmm. mine's the end of the month and his is the beginning of the but month. But when you're talking about puberty, stuff happens yeah. fast. Yeah, stuff happens real fast. So, yeah. I mean, he's he's going to... I, I expect him in the next 12 months to shoot up probably another 8 inches. He, <laughs> poor kid. He complains about his legs hurting all the time. And I keep telling him, I was like, it's, it's just going to get worse from here, kiddo, as your legs grow. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's just part of it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I remember I had the worst growing pains when I was when I was a kid. And then... Something that my my parents didn't know that I had because it was not a thing. Like, we didn't know to diagnose stuff when I was a kid. I have restless leg syndrome. Parker has it, too. So that, coupled with growing pains, that poor kid is just in misery all the time about his legs. Yeah. And I feel so bad for him. But, um, so we worked out today. Well. Sort of. Sort of. I mean, we didn't do a workout, but we did do a uh, cardio. Yeah, we did cardio. 
so our trainer has tra- has changed up our workout routine because there for a month we did one type of routine and now this next month we're doing a completely different type of routine and we did that for the first time yesterday and it was stuff like battle ropes with a squat like you had to squat while you're doing the battle ropes eight times and then you had to do incline push-ups where you're doing push-ups against you know against an incline we had to do planks we had to do box step ups we had to do kettlebell swings we had to do all of this stuff and honestly the workout took us what like 30 minutes 35 minutes yeah it wasn't that bad it looked like there was a lot of shit on there but when you're doing supersets it goes through pretty quick yeah because we did supersets of all that stuff and it kicked my ass i'm still sore from it i don't know about you but like my my abs and everything my abs and my my honey bow sore yeah because my muscles got worked out and but i noticed today when i was on the bike because i my back is still killing me so I, I didn't try the treadmill today but um i was on the bike and um i stopped sweating about halfway through my workout i was like oh that's probably a bad sign yeah. <laughs> so i drank some more water and i immediately started sweating again i was like oh that's definitely a bad sign <laughs> i think i need more water a little dehydrated <laughs> a little bit dehydrated just a little bit it's all the sodas I drink. I think I'm getting liquid, but I'm actually not because sodas will dehydrate you worse than just about anything. And that's all I drink on a daily basis is like a bunch of soda. Well, tea will dehydrate you worse than soda. Well, anything with caffeine in it will dehydrate you. So just remember that as you're drinking your monster drinks. <laughs> yeah, but I drink a shit ton of water. Yeah. Well, and, and honestly, I've been drinking more water lately. I'm just dehydrated today. But, like, at my work, we have, like, a really awesome uh, combination water and ice machine. And it's got, like, the good sonic ice. So, I drink a lot of really cold water, which is really nice. But over this last week, I've just been craving a lot of Dr. Pepper. So, I've drank, you know, I'm dehydrated. <laughs> um, what else we got going on? Hey, did you hear the, the, the about Post Malone having to cancel his concert thing? Is this a joke? Are you telling me a joke? You're, no. you, you're you have the face like you're telling me a joke. I did not hear that Post Malone had to cancel his concert. Yeah, now he's postponed Malone. <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> I liked that one. I thought that cherry was good. That, that was that was really good. Speaking of songs, you want to talk about the controversy, or do you not want to talk about the controversy? <sighs> Dead air. Jason Aldean's a douche. That's good. He's a racist douche. Douche. Sorry, he is a racist feminine hygiene product. <laughs> Who waxes his eyebrows. Have you seen that picture of him? <laughs> he waxes his eyebrows and wears eyeliner and then sits there and talks about, we don't do shit like that in a small town. Motherfucker, you wouldn't last a day in a small town. You hadn't been in a town that's got less than 80,000 people in it since the day you were born. You don't know what a small town is. I grew up in a small town. My town had five fucking thousand people in it. (laughs) I grew up in a small town. I grew up in a small town of a smaller city. Yeah, you grew up in a suburb of a small city, which is what Hudson's got, what? I don't know. I just know that when I graduated in in 94... We graduated 94 people. Mm-hmm. Small town. Small town. 
And Jason Aldean is out here talking about, we don't do stuff like this in a small town. What happens if you spit at a cop or you burn a flag or da 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 I have not met a redneck yet that thought cops were worth a shit. <laughs> like a real redneck. Now, I'm not talking about a poser redneck, because there's a lot of poser rednecks out there who act like Kid Rock and Jason Aldean and, and fucking... Uh, uh, um, Oh, who's that guy that shit his pants to get out of the Vietnam War? Um, oh, my gosh. Uh, Nugent. Ted Nugent. Oh. Um, th- those guys are poser rednecks. They're not real rednecks. Mm-hmm. I haven't met a redneck yet who was worth his salt that didn't think cops were bullshit. <laughs> you know, you, I'm sorry. You know, you talk about how we talked about catchers and, and they'll... Frame a pitch. Frame, did you see the pitch he just framed? It hit him. The, it hit him, Hit the it, ground. It bounced, and he and he kind of sat there for a second. And <laughs> you saw that umpire just like. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, this this whole Jason Aldean thing has taken over the freaking media over the last week, and I think it's absolute bullshit because the dude's a poser. He's from Macon, Georgia, which is a town of one hundred and fifty eight thousand people in it. He was born there lived there for a few years and then moved to a suburb of Miami, which has 6,000 people, uh, 6 million people in it. He has never come even close to a small town. And the one time he did go to a small town that we know of, he walked into a burrito place 10 minutes before they closed, ordered 65 burritos to be made for him and his crew, and then left without tipping. And then when they put him on blast on social media, his PR team got in touch with the burrito place and got all those people fired. Mm-hmm. He is an absolute fucking douche. And I'm ashamed of people who think he's an actual redneck. If you watch that video, the video for that song uh, in a small town or, or whatever it's called, um, it's just an extended dog whistle about sundown towns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because they've got a bunch of racially charged thing. He's, he's doing the song out in front of a, a courthouse that's famous for a lynching. You know, it's just it's just one dog whistle right after another, and it was very very deliberate because some of the news um, some of the news clippings that they show up there during the song, in, in the video, the news clippings are from racial stuff. Yeah, I mean, whoever put that video together did it very deliberately. Yeah. To to prove a point, you know, to like to be as racist as possible. So yeah, he's he's a poser. He's a douche. And that's my soapbox about Jason Aldean. <laughs> well, it's making him famous because I've never heard mm-hmm. him before. He's got one good song, um, Amarillo Sky, I think, was by Jason Aldean. I'd have to hear it. I don't know the name. Yeah, of the song. I, I think I, I've heard it. Um, it's a good song, but Jason Aldean does not write his own songs. He is a singer. He is a country singer who lives in Nashville, um, who cosplays as a country boy he's a city boy and i'm sorry unless you've had some meth head steal copper out of your barn yeah <laughs> you're not a redneck <laughs> you're you're not a country boy you you're more not cars in the yard than you do in the driveway right <laughs> and the toilet bowl out in the yard using it as a planter rednecks are not bootlickers rednecks fucking hate cops Every single goddamn one of them hates cops. If if you find a redneck that is got a thin blue line sticker on his truck, he's not a real redneck. That's how you know. Unless he's got some family member that is. Possibly. 
possibly. But even the family members who are cops are, you know this as well as I do. It's always the the red the the rednecks with family members who are cops look at their family member kind of like hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> can't bring out the joint because fuck cards here. <laughs> and I say that with love because yep. you because you because you have one, yep. and I I love him dearly. I, I really do. You know, but you know. he was my best friend growing up. Yeah, absolutely. And he was my cousin. Absolutely, but um, you know, still a cop. With all that entails. <laughs> but at least he's and not he, like a police cop out there on patrol fucking with people. He's a... He, yeah, he's a school... He's the head of the police department of the school. Right. Um, and also, he called me your ex-wife's name twice during a Spades game. So, I kind of hold that against him a little bit. Yeah, but the look on his face <laughs> that when was he funny. did that... Oh, my God. That, that was... was you that didn't was, even see it the first mm-hmm. time. I heard it the second time, though. But he did that, and I was just like... The look, I mean, oh my god, I I can picture that was that was two thousand six. Uh, yeah, two thousand six. And I can still picture the look on his face mm-hmm. when he did. He that. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> God, that was funny. <laughs> and God, dog, I'll never forget the earful his wife gave me. Oh, about your ex. Oh yeah, well yeah. she really let me have it that day. That was funny. I heard about that after the fact. I wasn't I wasn't involved mm-hmm. in it. But yeah. <laughs> Damn. Um, we're probably gonna go see a movie tomorrow. Are we still going to see a movie tomorrow? Yeah, and I saw a movie that's out I wanna go see. But no, we can't because you wanna go watch the Barbie I movie. I will go watch the Barbie movie by myself, but I am going to go see the Barbie movie in theaters. If you wanna see something else tomorrow, we can. What what what's the what's the movie theater that we're going to? The AMC on the promenade. AMC Promenade? Uh, not the, uh, the yeah, it's pro, uh, is it the Promenade? Is that what it's called? No. The one on Chanel? Yeah, the one on Chanel. Um, What's their ticket showing? Yeah. Uh, How do you see what ticket showing? I wanted to see the Barbie movie just because it looks like a delight. <laughs> AMC Chanel 9. Yeah, that's the one. Website. Because I think... We, we don't want to go see Oppenheimer. I would like to see Oppenheimer, but it's not one of those movies that I'm, like, clamoring for. Movies know? at this theater. Indiana Jones would not be a bad one. I've heard it was terrible. It probably is. Another Mission Impossible? Yeah. Um, this one's actually really good. He's really good at making those movies. Yeah. Like, really good at making those movies. <clears throat> There's your Barbie movie. Yeah, I want to see the Barbie movie. Oh, I thought it was... I thought the new Transformers movies was out. I want to go see it. I don't think that comes out till next week. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you, can, I will go see the Barbie movie, and then you can go see the Transformers movie because I have no interest in seeing the Transformers movie. That franchise, it, I liked the but cartoon. It has Bumblebee in it. I don't give a shit. That was <gasps> the only good movie that Transformers pulled put out, and the only reason it was good is because Michael Bay had nothing to do with it. It was a little more story driven. Yes, and that's and why then it was it good. Boom, boom, explosion, explosion, yes. boom, boom, boom. I, I enjoy. I actually enjoyed the Bumblebee movie. I did not enjoy any of the other Transformers movies. Nope. Thought they were stupid. <laughs> every single damn one of them. <laughs> and you dragged me to every single one of them, and I hated every single one of them. <laughs> damn right. You're going to go to this one, too. Then you're going to go see the Barbie movie with me. I already said I'd go see the Barbie movie with you. <laughs> I just want to see it because Ryan Gosling has really like leaned into his character of a himbo. 
and he's he's having so much fun at the at the interviews and stuff and they'll ask him they're like they're they're like so you wear sunglasses and why do you wear sunglasses and he's like well you have to have two pairs of sunglasses and the reason is you don't want to you don't you you need you need the first pair of sunglasses to hide your emotions so that you don't bum Barbie out because <laughs> you never want to bum her, bum her out and then you wear the second set of sunglasses over the first sunglasses but the second set has to be mirrored so that you can shine Barbie's light back onto her <laughs> I mean he's having so much fun with all the the whole interview process <laughs> and like halfway through this movie there is a freaking 80s power ballad sung by Ken just in the middle of this random ass movie. <laughs> it's great. I've seen it on TikTok. I want to go see it so bad. It's want to see it because it's got Harley Quinn in it. Yeah, it's got Margot Robbie in it. And she's awesome. And it's also got, um, oh, what is her name? Kate, um, is it Kate McKinney? Kate uh, she, from Saturday Night Live. Um she plays the Barbie that you always abused because there was always one Barbie that you cut the hair off and you drew on and, you know, that was, that was like the abuse Barbie. She plays the abuse Barbie. Oh, okay. And her hair's like all messed up. <laughs> she's got like circles drawn around her eyes. <laughs> uh, but she's always really good at roles like that and I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that. So, But the main reason I'm taking you to see a movie and it doesn't matter what it is because it's your birthday weekend and we should go see what you want to go see. <coughs> but the main reason I'm taking you is because you want movie theater popcorn as your cheat meal this week. I might just do the popcorn tonight. That's fine. You can do popcorn tonight and tomorrow. And we're going to take a pickle because we still have some pickles left over from Texas. Yeah. How many of those do we have left over? Do I need to call my friend and have her, have her mail us some more? I have to go check. I think I got a hold. I think I got another jar left. I haven't opened okay. yet. Okay, I'll let her know. She's she's supposed to like mail me pickles when we run out. <laughs> <laughs> pickles and H E B that green sauce. Yes, the medium, not the mild. That stuff is awesome. Well, they just call it. It's H E B's that green sauce. So yep. when you go in there, you're like, I want that green sauce, and we know exactly what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. It's the best. It's it, it. How do you describe this dip? It's um, is it avocado or is it is it tomatilla? I think it's avocado dip. I don't know. But it's creamy. It's, it's like so creamy good. avocado dip. And it's... Like the avocado dip, this, the, the green dip is like the only thing that kept Casa Ole in business for so long. If you've ever eaten at a Casa Ole... You know about the green sauce. You know about the green sauce. And this is about as close as you can get without going to Casa Ole. Yeah. And if you're not from East Texas, you have no clue what we're talking about. And I apologize. You're, you're in Texas. Casa Ole. Casole. Make and sure you get the green sauce. Yes. Oh, it is my God. So good. It's unlike anything you've ever had. And granted, it's probably not authentically Mexican, but that's not why you're eating it. Nope. You're you eating it because it's, it's awesome. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't have anything else to talk about. How long um, have we been going for? We've been going for like over an hour. It's like an hour and eight. Oh, Diablo! Fucking Diablo! We got to talk about that. Well, I love Diablo 4. I mean, it's a lot of fun. Uh, season 1 came out on Thursday where there's some new stuff that you can do. You create a new character for it. I went with the Necromancer, and I don't like it. It's supposed to be like a... It's a super powerful build when you get it done right, but it's just not my play style. Mm -hmm. It's boring to me. Mm -hmm. You need something a little more... Because it's mostly your, your strong builds, like... Until you get to late game, at least. 
the way you get through it is with your minions. Mm-hmm. And they do ninety percent of what you do. Well, that's not any fun so, because you're you're not you're not doing any of the work. So I'm, I'm starting a rogue character up again, which I, my original character for the Diablo Four was the sorcerer, mm-hmm. which that was a good character. I enjoyed that one, but then once I started using the rogue, I was like, oh yeah, this is where it's at. <laughs> I mean, it's not it's, you know, it doesn't have the survivability of like your barbarian. It doesn't have a lot of the long range shit like your, some of the other ones do that are good at least. Mm-hmm. But it's just you're dashing in and out, and you're hitting people with these little small like daggers and shit, and that's just that's that's the kind of play style I like. I like it. so I'm starting a new one, so and I've got a guy that's gonna help me level him up. And I have not played video games with any consistency since Black Ops Two. Probably. I mean, honestly. I mean, I used to play all the freaking time, but I just got out of the habit, and then we were on different shifts and couldn't play with you and, you know, stuff like that. And he's been telling me this entire time, you got to play Diablo. You like you like that type of game. You need to play Diablo. And I was like, fuck, I don't want to spend 70 bucks on a game that I might play one time. and you may then, not like. That I may not like. And so he happened to have a, a disc copy of Diablo 3. And uh, I put it in the other day. Um worked on a, a little a little time a, a, what is it a necromancer no it's not it's not no, a necromancer a it's hunter. a a demon hunter um and going through the story mode and i had to quit playing the other night because my eyes got so dry i couldn't move them around in the eye sockets because i wasn't blinking um and then she made me get off of playing diablo 4 to come to diablo 3 to help level her up so i went from <laughs> being like a level 12 to now i'm like at level 48 <laughs> Because you can talk about overpowered characters. Uh, he has got an insanely overpowered <laughs> character. Insanely overpowered. Yeah. And I like have like even the thorns, which is like when an enemy hits me, it damages them. And my thorns are up so high that I killed a boss without attacking him. He just came and touched you and then he died. Yep. He came and hit me <laughs> one time and it killed him. So we're going through the story mode on that. So... I'm going to have to do really well at, at my work um, so that I can have enough extra money next month so that I can buy Diablo 4 so that I can play with you boys. You'll, I'm telling you, it's, it's like I've been like itching to go. Like, I don't know if I want to go eat or go play. <laughs> so this is the only problem that I have with this game. I am not afraid that you are ever going to cheat on me. We have too happy of a marriage. We don't hide anything from anybody. We don't, you know, we just, I'm, I'm not worried about that. But I have not seen you in months. Because You have seen me. I'm sitting game. right there. Yeah, that's the problem. You are right 10 there. feet away. I'm right but there. But it might as well be 10 miles. But it's right there. And you are ignoring me. You're ignoring the kids. You're ignoring every. We got kids. He, he came into the house the other day. Came into the house. And the first thing he did was turn on that fucking game. He didn't walk the dog. Like, every day when he comes home from work, because the dog's been locked up all day, he usually gets home before I do. He takes the dog out. He gets into his comfortable clothes, maybe makes himself a snack, sits down, starts playing a little bit of, you know, whatever it is that he's playing. No, no, no. He made it through the front. I'm surprised that the front door wasn't left open and the keys on the ground because he made a beeline for his chair, turned that fucking game on, 
And that's what he was doing when I got home. And the dog was still locked in the cage, just trembling because he was about to pee on himself. I mean... <laughs> he did not because Parker, when I don't feel like walking the dog, when I get home, I get Parker to do it. And he does it. But I didn't realize that when Parker walked him, he locked him back in his kennel. <laughs> I'm like, you don't have to put him back up because when you come home, it's like, oh, the baby's still locked up. I'm like, what? <laughs> and it, it's only been like 45 minutes since Parker walked him. I had mm -hmm. no idea that he had mm -hmm. put him up. Mm -hmm. But like everything, like you, you have got tunnel vision with that game. <laughs> that game is the other woman. <laughs> you, the other woman. You were, you were cheating on me with that game. <laughs> The game is not the other woman right now. You're the other woman. I know. That's the problem. Like right I'm now, the other I'm woman. I'm cheating on that game with you. It was so bad is that we got on, we, we used to treasure our weekends because we had so little time together. We had a day and a half together. We would spend it doing whatever we could, you know, going to the grocery store, go, you know, going to the gym, sitting on the couch, watching some TV, maybe, you know, tickle each other's feet or, or whatever. And, and, you know, just spend some time together. Do you know how long it's been since we have done that? Last weekend when we watched a few episodes of the Witcher. A few episodes of the Witcher. And then you had to go back and play your game after we watched like two episodes of the Witcher. Well, two episodes, that's a lot. <laughs> I, I, you, you've known this about me. I, I don't like just sitting, staring Card, at the cardboard, TV. Cardboard, you got to back me up on this one, buddy. <laughs> just staring at the TV. I mean, I can only, I get restless. You're not staring at the TV. You're tickling my feet. <laughs> You're spending time with me, honey. And, and she says You're that. You're spending I kid time you not. with me. <laughs> I sit on the couch. And and the the leather hadn't even stopped creaking yet for me sitting down, and her feet are already in my fucking lap. And like, what do I, I tell you every single time? Like I can't even get comfortable, and her feet are already on me. It's because I don't look. That is like the only time we get like any time together is just on the weekends because I don't see you during the week. But it doesn't mean game. you got to stick your feet on me as soon as I sit down every time. It's like my butt hits the cushion, feet hit the lap. Well, maybe that's just because I want to be near you. Then scoot over. I don't want to sit that close to you because the middle of the couch is uncomfortable. I want to be able to use my recliner. Thank you very much. <laughs> Cardboard, you got to back me up on this one, buddy. Every once in a while, turn that damn game off and make him go do something else. <laughs> He can turn his off if he wants to. <laughs> he can't make me do nothing. <laughs> Just remind him he's got a wife that he needs to take care of every once in a while. <laughs> You're getting all mad about it now. <laughs> you know what? This is going to make... I'm, I'm waiting for your reaction on this. Okay? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, we say we don't ever hide anything from each other, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I've been hiding something. What have you been hiding? What have you been hiding? <laughs> what are you doing? It's something that I did, or the reasoning behind it. You know, I told you. Yeah, now, granted, I, I was getting burned out at work, working too much. Mm -hmm. Right. And I was sitting there thinking, you know what? I'm thinking about taking a day off. So I can just have a day. I, I want to sit over there. I want to play my Diablo game and just 
not worry about anything else for a while. You know, just relaxing day. And I mentioned that to you. And you're like, oh, well, let me know what day it is and I'll take off too. And I went, man, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> and that's why I didn't do it. All you had to do <laughs> is say that you needed a, some time to yourself. Baby, I mentioned for... That's okay. Let me put it this way. But without, even, No, no, let me finish. Without coming out and saying it bluntly, we I kept bringing up the com, bring it up in the conversation about you know needing me time every now and then. Everybody needs me time. And you're like, oh yeah, I agree, I agree. And I was trying to really get you agreeing with me. And then I mentioned about getting the day off, and you're like, well yeah, let me know when I'll take the day off too. And I went. <sighs> you don't think it's me time when you're completely over there in your game? You know, is that not considered me time? Because I still think about you being right here. Well, I don't mean to be a specter haunting you. <laughs> like a little Victorian child. Please, may I have some more? <laughs> you're lucky you're so damn cute. That's why I love you so much. I love you, baby. Don't touch me right now. <laughs> Keep your hands to yourself. <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> your hair's so pretty. <laughs> Now I know you're lying. <laughs> That's how we cover up lies. Oh, your hair looks nice. <laughs> What'd you do? What'd you say? Nothing. Right. I just said your hair looks nice. Well, I got to bring this to a close because I got to go get our kid. <laughs> Ooh. That's a good hit. Yeah. All right. Well, if you've made it this far, thank you for lasting this long. <laughs> <laughs> you can reach me on all the socials at Cricket Shay on basically every social that's out there. Um, Instagram and threads is at Cricket Shay one. Um, we've also got TikTok and you, you know, you, if you friend me on freaking Xbox, I'm Cricket Shay on Xbox there too. So send me a friend request and, and we'll play Diablo together because I'll probably have Diablo next month. <laughs> Diablo four next month. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, Thank you guys for lasting this long. We love you. Bye.